This is the Public Record Podcast. Well, my guest today is Greg Berry, CEO and founder of Municipid at municipid.com, an online marketplace for government auctions. Welcome, Greg. Hi there. I appreciate you having me on. Great well, this is this is kind of interesting. It's uh, sort of a take. I hope you don't mind the comparison, but it's sort of an eBay for surplus um, government items. Yeah, I mean, we're we're described as the eBay for government quite often. So, yeah, you know it. <laughs> so there's a lot of fun stuff on the website. I was looking at it just a little while ago. There were like a lot of 11 wooden chairs for $10. There were a whole bunch of desks and tables that were available for a dollar, and they looked like they were in pretty good shape. Um, various size uh, teacher's desks for $50.00 golf carts from uh, 100 to 1000 and if you've ever tried to buy a used golf cart that, that's a bargain then you have some construction equipment on there there was a backhoe for 7500 some computer equipment i saw a mac air on there for $125 that was an intel i5 250 gigabyte 4 gigabyte ram so it's a little older but what can you expect for $125 what a deal now, the largest selections I saw were in the automotive area. Why don't we start with that? Why is that one so popular? Yeah, vehicles are definitely our number one category. Um, and so just to, to sort of clarify, so um, Municipid is an online auction marketplace um, where governments, uh, mostly state and local across the country, um, use us to auction off things of all kinds of, of all items uh, to the public. Uh, so the bidding is open to the public, um, and uh, but only governments, uh, schools, universities, and things like water and sewer authorities, transportation authorities can sell. So you can imagine there's a wide range of items that are that are constantly listed. Um, but as you've seen, vehicles are certainly our number one category. Um, you know, especially as far as uh, sort of um, total volume of sales. Um, and the, uh, the, large, the large reason for that is that there's a variety of use cases that government has for having vehicles. So when those vehicles come to the end of their lifetime or if they're replacing them for uh, other reasons, uh, they have to put them out for competitive bidding when they go to sell them. Uh, or, you know, they can trade, but, but pretty much 99 out of 100 times uh, we're able to sell it for more money than the, the value they would get for, for a trade. Now, how do you get this stuff? Yep. The shipping part wasn't very clear to me. Yeah, it's pretty much all pickup only. Mm -hmm. um, so we, in each auction item listing, there's an area about pickup details. But yeah, for the most part, um, it's all you know pickup only. So in the case of vehicles or equipment, uh, some buyers will use uh, transportation companies or logistics companies to to uh, you know pick those items up for them. Uh, in the case of other items, they may just go and pick up the items themselves. Uh, in sm some small cases, the governments are willing to ship, uh, typically at the winning bidder's expense, uh, but that's usually uh, smaller smaller items. So let's talk about the seller's part first. Um, what are the advantages to the municipalities to be part of this service? Sure, yeah. Um, so most of the, uh, the, uh, the governments and schools that come on board with us uh, come on by way of referral. So, you know, they're all kind of talking to each other and, you know, uh, with one town success uh, and, you know, they see the, the, the results and the experience they have with us and they um, are more than happy to share with their neighbors. 
Um, but, you know, I guess it kind of starts with they, uh, the governments and schools need a, um, uh, a legal uh, a method for selling surplus uh, or selling these items uh, for, to accept competitive bids, and we match those legal requirements. Uh, so it's very, we make things very transparent um, and open. And so, uh, you know, and we match the, the state and local regulations they, they need to follow. So that's kind of check checkbox number one. And then sort of moving on, the next step is um, really sort of ease of use uh, and our, our customer service. So we're able to hold their hands throughout the process, help them along. We really understand how um, you know, the requirements they, they have to follow, um, work with them, and then, um, and then ultimately, um, you know, pricing. They're able to sell their items for a lot, lot more money um, in, in a much easier and more efficient process than, say, kind of the old process where uh, you would have to, you know, if you're interested in buying something first, you would have to know the item was for sale. Then you have to go down to the town hall and, you put in one bid, and and what what happens, and kind of the reason I started Municipid was that there would be maybe two bidders, and a town would end up selling, let's say, for example, a police car that's really worth $3,000 for just a few hundred dollars because no one knew the item was for sale. Right. Um, and then, you know, the process for bidding on it, you know, is, is not very convenient. How's the opening bid price set? Yeah, so the selling agencies determine determine the uh, the starting price we te- we we recommend that they typically look at starting it around 10 to 20% of the expected value of the item. So if they think an item is going to sell for around $1,000, we recommend starting it at around $100. Uh, and that brings in more buyers. And then, of course, through the, you know, as an auction, just like you would go to a regular live auction, uh, you know, the bidding never starts at the, the, the top dollar amount. Um, and so we work with the governments to help them try to understand that. Uh, so that ultimately it ends up in the, you know, the most uh, uh, beneficial situation for them. And you're like a regular auction house. So in addition to the final selling price, there's a buyer's fee and tax and maybe some other costs. Tell us a little bit about how that works. Sure. The, the way it works is the winning bidder only charges, uh, are we charge a buyer fee to the winning bidder only? Uh, and that can range from anywhere from 7 to 9%. Uh, there is no uh, other fees uh, from us, um, and there's no fees to the government to sell. So it's free for the government. They keep 100% of the proceeds uh, they receive. And then, again, we, we earn our revenue by charging the winning bidder only um, that 7 to 9%. Does either party pay a membership or subscriber fee? No. No, okay. there's no other fees. Uh, there's no fees to join. There's, you know, no other you know, sort of listing fees or requirements or bidding fees or anything like that. Um, it's just the straight um, buyer fee, just only charge the winning buyer of the item. Now let's talk about the buyers now. Um, boy, there's a lot of great stuff available. If you're starting a business, you're a new startup, you need some tables and chairs, you could get quite a bargain there. What's the process for them to buy? Can they use credit cards? Can they use mobile payment systems? Is it by check only? How does that work? Yeah, it really does come down to the selling agency. So they determine um, how an item is paid for and then um you know, what methods um, the, the item 
can be paid for. If we are handling the transaction on behalf of the selling agency, then buyers can pay um, through all sort of the standard ways, uh, credit card, electronic check, wire transfer, certified check by mail. So we give them a, a ton of options uh, for that. And then typically, if it is the selling agency uh, directly handling the proceeds of an auction, uh, they typically will accept uh, certified checks uh, and in some cases cash, depending on, on the uh, selling agency. Interesting. What sort of outlets do you advertise in? Uh, we, we do a lot of paid search, uh, paid advertising, you know, um, what they can refer to as cost per click. We, um, tons of um, social media advertising. Um, our items uh, that are listed are actually automatically posted to Facebook Shop and Facebook Marketplace. Um, and then, yeah, so and then we, we run targeted ads based on demographics and interest and that sort of thing. Um, and then um, Google search, we, we do a lot of advertising there. Uh, and then also we have a, a, a very good uh, content program. So we're constantly developing content and pushing that out. And that, of course, helps with uh, search engine optimization and, and people uh, finding us through a variety of different ways. Um, and then in some cases, um, you know, or in most cases, we're, we're linked from the government's page, you know, our selling agencies websites uh, to us, uh, and then, of course, people just organically sharing um, items that are available on the website. So you can, uh, you can just go on, on, uh, on Facebook and, and search Municipid and see how many people are talking about us uh, and sharing the types of items. For example, um, one example might be food trucks. So every now and then we'll have food trucks or trucks that can be converted to food trucks and there's food truck groups on, on Facebook. And, you know, we'll see, you know, our, the listings of those food truck um, that are listed on Municipid, you know, people discussing those on, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, on Reddit, um, you know, kind of all over. So it's pretty interesting. So what's the backstory? Tell us the story of how you got into this. You were a city council person for the borough of Pottstown, I believe, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that was back in uh, 2005, 2006. I was elected. Uh, and sort of right away, I saw how um, we were really struggling to sell items for a true market value. Um, so again, you know, we would we would sell a used police car worth $3,000 for a couple hundred dollars. And then um, you know, and then that kind of the same thing for you know, many different items. And then, and then of course, a few agenda items later, we'd be arguing over a couple thousand dollars to pay for this or that. And I'm like, well, wait a second, we just gave away a couple thousand dollars two <laughs> minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that this problem was happening uh, for other governments across Pennsylvania and then across the country. Um, and in fact, just, just in 2006, Pennsylvania uh, municipalities uh, that's they were first allowed to uh, start selling things online, um, and so that really opened up an opportunity. So uh, now, of course, I couldn't the the the, the borough of Pottstown couldn't use us because that would be a, a conflict. But right. um, but I created uh, I, I built Municipid, a very uh, rudimentary version of it, and uh, took it to some surrounding municipalities, and uh, they tried it and. It worked, um, and so almost to the point where they didn't believe it. One of our couple of our first sales, they didn't, they couldn't believe someone was going to pay that much until the person showed up with a check and took the 
took the item. And so we, we took, I took those um, results and testimonials kind of on the road and shared those and, you know, convinced some other uh, municipalities in the area to try it. And then it just kind of, uh, it kind of snowballed from there. So, um, you know, now we're up to about 5,000 uh, agencies and continuing to grow um, year over year, uh, which is great. And so, yeah, it just makes it a the, the whole process is a really a win-win for for everyone involved because the governments are able to um, have a system that's way more efficient, way easier to use, uh, and they're able to sell their their items for more money. And that's because more people know that the items are for sale, and that the the process is truly competitive. So unlike the old sealed bid process. Um, bidders could then, you know, where bidders at that point, they can only put in one bid and that was it. And they, you know, even if they were willing to bid a little bit more, they wouldn't even know because the, all the bids were sealed. So this process is, again, much more open and transparent. And, you know, because it's an auction, they can bid against each other, which, of course, drives the price higher. And so, um, but, you know, the big benefit for the, for the, the public is that it's super convenient um, to both find what items are available and then to actually buy them. Um, and it's a much easier and less intimidating process than going down to the town hall, filling out a bunch of paperwork and not knowing, and then having to wait to, you know, to find out what happens. Uh, it's just, this is just a much easier process. Um, and then, so, yeah, so everyone benefits the, the buyer gets a, a great deal. The, the selling agency is able to sell their, their items for more money. And then of course the taxpayers of that, that particular selling agency or that town, um, you know, this this helps fund new projects and and takes a little bit of the burden off the taxpayers. Now, your little backgrounder says there are some eighty six thousand local government agencies selling surplus. Uh, is that number still accurate? Yeah, it's about ninety thousand or so. Yeah. Uh, uh, schools and local governments across the U.S. And then how many of them are selling online? It's kind of uh, you know, up to, you know, sort of, uh, I guess, debate. Um, and some, you know, still, still use that traditional sealed bid process. Some use um, their, like a local live auctioneer. Um, and mm. then, you know, some use competitors of ours. So, gosh, you started mm-hmm. this back in 2006, and it's going well. Uh, what are some of the strangest things you had listed on the site? Because we work with state, local governments, schools, universities, uh, you can just imagine anything that they might um, own or come in possession of that they no longer need. So these items can really range. Uh, we've had uh, airplanes and sailboats, high-end jewelry. We uh, recently had a town sell um, a bunch of um, arcade games from the 90s, uh, which really went over well. Uh, we recently sold a um, uh, a Rolex GMT Master II root beer watch for 25000 Wow. Uh, there was a, a Maserati recently sold uh, for uh, that was part of a criminal investigation. So what we really see a lot of is vehicles, heavy equipment um, and items that businesses uh, would use to operate their business. So imagine like dump trucks, snow plows to IT equipment, uh, commercial kitchen equipment, um, high end gym equipment, things of that mm. nature. Uh, so, you know, businesses can use those types of items uh, for their own use, or in some cases, um, we have uh, businesses and and, uh, and flippers who will 
um, buy things off Municipal to repair and improve uh, for resale uh, later on. And then we have uh, buyers, uh, businesses, and, and uh, DIYers who will purchase raw materials uh, for items they make. For example, we have um, one guy who creates wallets uh, and other items from used fire hoses. Uh, we have another, um, uh, we have several buyers who buy old tires uh, and turn them into rubber mulch for playgrounds. Hmm. Uh, so there's there's tons of use use cases for for all the different items that are sold on Municipid, and I always like to say if you can think of it, it's probably been sold on Municipid. And how long are the bids? So if I want to list my backhoe, how long will it be up uh, for people to have? A, I assume a, a few days to uh, bid on it before it's closed, or is it faster than that? Well, we recommend uh, to our selling agencies to have the items up for about ten to fourteen days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this allows us time to get the word out. Um, it gives people plenty of opportunity um, to find the items and, and to, to get their bids in. And what's next for you? Other uh, entrepreneurial efforts on the horizon? Uh, no, we're continuing to, to grow, as I mentioned, uh, very consistently year over year. Um, and, you know, continue our expansion uh, throughout the U.S., um, and, uh, you know, and as more governments come on board and have uh, success and, and see the results and uh, see, uh, you know, the, what the experience like is um, with working with Municipid, um, you know, they, that starts to, you know, there's a snowball effect. And that's kind of been the way um, it's been working since, since we, um, we got started back in 2006. Did you have a background in web design or something? Because you made it sound very easy that you saw a need and you just went out and created a website. It seems like uh, there's something missing there. There should be more difficult than that. What am I missing? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was especially in 2006. It was a lot more difficult than it is today. Um, so I actually uh, I I started an IT company. Uh, the day after I graduated high school in 1998. So I had some great opportunities while I was still in high school um, to uh, really dig into um, the IT space, uh, especially on the the server and sort of network infrastructure side of things, uh, and was able to, to get some pretty uh, um, sought-after certifications from Microsoft and Novell at the time and a few others um, that allowed me to sort of write my own ticket. Um, mm. now I still, I still did go to college, but kind of worked around my schedule there, uh, in order to, uh, service my you know, business clients during the day. And so I ended up, um, selling that business in 2010 while well, I partnered with another company and then they had ultimately acquired, um, my company in 2010. And, you know, it was really just to focus on, uh, Municipid, which was really starting to grow at that point. So, are you using an off-the-shelf so, yeah, platform? We, we used, uh, uh, Go ahead. Yeah, at the time we were using um, uh, a different platform than we are right now, but everything is essentially custom built um, with what with what we're doing now. Ah. Uh, built in house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sell this technology to other auction sites that want a turnkey solution and wouldn't compete with you? Uh, no, that's, you know, our, our focus is 100% on uh, helping governments and schools sell their their items for the most money possible while making uh, the public more aware that these items 
exist and give them an easy and convenient way to buy. What uh, tips do you have for entrepreneurs? Uh, is there one big overarching uh, re- revelation you've had uh, as you put this together? I mean, I think probably, I mean, that's a big question. I, you know, I probably have tons of tips to offer, but I would say, um, you know, kind of the first thing that keep that comes to my mind is uh, consistency and being persistent um, and, and trying to get over that two year hump and then the five year hump uh, if you're, if you're new. So just really sticking with it, um, you know, and uh, just really learning from mistakes and, um, you know, just trying to, in general, just keep pushing forward and, uh, you know, find, find opportunities, um, to, to, to be able to continue to grow, um, and, uh, and expand. Well, terrific. Greg Berry, CEO and founder of Municipid, municipid.com, the online marketplace for government auctions. Thank you for joining us today, Greg. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. The Public Record Podcast is a public service of The Public Record, the Coachella Valley's Business News Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and click the subscribe button in your favorite podcasting app. I'm Managing Editor Ken Allen. Thanks for listening.